greatest show in sport. The biggest football game in the history of Western civilization. What a ride it's been. Oh. Oh, oh baby. All right. Yeah. It's time. For the segment that we have renamed, this ended my friendship with Dan Orlovsky. It's power rankings, QB power rankings, here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. I do have to say, that is probably the dumbest reason to end a friendship is disagreements over who's the better quarterback. It wasn't oh, It wasn't really over that. It was him trying to make us look bad. Liar. I don't like the way he threw his kids into the mix and we were... I'm trying to give him nine different times to come on the show. And then he tweeted, oh, they're trying to contact me when I'm taking my kids to school. Well, he, he totally misrepresented that. He misrepresents everything. And then he flip-flops and he throws nine different things against the wall so that he can be right with an opinion that he changes 12 hours later like this on Dak Prescott and his power rankings heading into week one. That's the worst game I've ever seen Dak Prescott play. And candidly, this is the worst season I've ever seen Dak Prescott play. The consistency with where the football goes into the wrong place has to be disturbing and alarming. I I think we've talked about that a little bit this year, like depressing. They're trying to feel, and I feel like he thinks, my offensive line's not great in protection, so I have to get the ball to my hand so quickly. The only guy that I really think is going to do something outside is CeeDee Lamb. So there's this feeling of trying to almost be perfect on every every single play. But RC, the ball goes to the wrong place way too much for a guy who's too proven as Dak Prescott. Okay, so that was Dan. Before unveiling his playoff quarterback rankings and having Dak 12 out of 14. So that was 12 out of 14 for Dak Prescott. Your week one leaders in QBR that played in wildcard weekend. Dak Prescott was not 12. He was number one (gasps) with a crazy 96.5 rating. Number two, Brock Purdy, 89.5. Kirk Cousins, three. Daniel Jones, four. That kind of made made Dan look good as he had Daniel Jones, eight. Definitely higher up than we had him, I, than I had him. Uh, so Daniel Jones was four. Tyler Huntley was five. Then Geno, Herbert, Burrow, Lawrence, Allen. Let me give you that run again from seven on. Herbert, a 46. Burrow, Lawrence, Allen had a 26.1 with all the turnovers. Tom Brady, 24.1. And then Skyla Thompson. So we need to re-rank these for the divisional round. Eight left at 877-881-1053. Here are your quarterback choices. Dak Prescott. Jalen Hurts. Brock Purdy. Daniel Jones. Joe Burrow. T-Law, Mahomes, Allen. Got to add Mahomes and add Hurts to last week's group. My hot take and biggest burn from last week was being wrong about Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy. I'm a Brock Purdy fan and watching him play. I got a little scouting report on him. Daniel Jones surprised me. He looks composed. He may be a little bit dangerous, a little bit more dangerous than I gave him credit for. I should have never jumped off the early Daniel Jones bandwagon that I was on. I was on a, I was on a Danny Dimes hype. 
Then I jumped. I can't what, go back the on now. Game, like three years ago? Yeah, it was like three years ago. I can't go back now. My most correct take was Dak Prescott at five. Bobby and I had him at five. I had him over Herbert, which I got laughed at, and I had him over Trevor Lawrence. And that was my hot take. Recap yours. I had, uh, I think we all had the same top three. And I think it's the same order. order. I think it was the same order. Mahomes, mm-hmm. Allen, Burrow. Yeah. I think. Yes. Uh, and then it started to differ at four for us. But at four, I had uh, Herbert, who did not play great. He was okay. Uh, and then I had Dak at five. And then Trevor Lawrence at six. After six, it had a pretty big drop off for me. Your worst take was having Hurts at eight. That was that was, that was was pretty disgusting. Oh, uh, your part. <laughs> we'll see what you think today. Uh, I had uh, the, the Mahomes, uh, Allen, Burrow, Hurts at four, Herbert at five, Dak at six, Lawrence at seven. Yeah, awful take I had by to sneeze. You. Awful take by you to have Dak out of the top. You five. tried to move Dak lower as the week went on too, because that's what we were arguing and fighting about after Orlovsky came out with his take. Uh, but I mean, he was eleventh and twelfth in 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 you know two of the most important stats that Bobby and I look at, like in, in EPA and uh, in QBR of the league. So like that was that, that that was tough for me to to keep him higher because uh, I looked at the you know I w- I would look at his career. I don't like to judge. I don't think we should judge quarterbacks like, you know, based on year to year. Like if Mahomes is a down year, I don't think that means he's like falling out of the best quarterback. Yeah, I was just judging it for who I trusted last yeah. weekend, and that's my criteria. What is your criteria for this? You can factor in injury for Hurts. I I don't really want to do it with who's going to have the best game because Dak's facing the best defense. Uh, it's what quarterback against the same opponent would I take in order? That's how I'm doing mine. You can do right it right now. Right now, today. Yes. If all these quarterbacks were facing the same team, the same defense, who would I take? Right. That's how I'm doing mine. Because me putting Dak really, really high is going to look bad to those after facing San Fran because I don't think he's going to light up San Francisco. That's my criteria. Okay. All right. How are, we, how are we counting this? One to eight or eight to one? What do you think is more interesting? Eight, one, uh, let's, go, let's go eight to one. All right. <laughs> what? 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 Give a, you're you want me to go? You want me to go first? New Jalen Hurts. What do you, what do you, you think, want me to go first? What do you think is more interesting? One to eight or eight to what's eight tough? To, eight to one's eight to one's good. Eight you want me to go fine. first? Eight to, one's, I mean, eight to one's fine. Good luck. Either way, I think we all are going to have. I assume. Well, I can't. Right, let's just let's just get rid of the drum. Let's go one through one through eight. <laughs> we all have Mahomes, Allen, Burrow still. No, I don't have them in that order. I, that's the that's the order I have them. Mahomes, my, Allen, Burrow. My one, two, three is Mahomes is one, Allen is two. I know he turns it over. He's still the second-best quarterback in the NFL. It's not even close. Uh, to me, there's a tremendous gap between even he and Burrow. He's just that lethal, and he's that dangerous. And then I'll put Burrow at three. That's mine. Okay, so I have Mahomes at one. The, the single greatest annoyance in all of sports is these people who want to fade him and Mike Trout every single year and find somebody else that convince themselves somebody else is what, what was the article on ESPN yesterday? Oh God! Just Mahomes is the second, the second best move the Chiefs have made in the last ten years. The best is Andy Reid. <laughs> it's like, guys, you won one playoff game from 1993 until Patrick Mahomes, and all of a sudden you get him, and you're instantly in four straight conference championship games. Like, spare me the Andy Reid is the best move you've made over a decade. I had Burrow at two. I know Allen's got more raw tools, and he can make throws that Joe Burrow can't, but. Joe Burrow, I think play to play is just is just more consistent. Mm-hmm. And then I have Allen at three. That 26 QBR with a playoff win hacked me off so much. I despise quarterback playoff win and loss records. 
Josh won a playoff game with a 26 QBR. Peyton Manning lost a game with a 90 QBR. All right, this is why I hate quarterback. Actually, he also lost a game with an 86 and a half QBR uh, and, a, and an 80 QBR and a 79 QBR. Are you talking about Peyton? Yeah, he also lost those playoff games. Meanwhile, Josh wins one with a 26. Okay, that's why I don't buy into or look at win-loss records. So there's my top three. All right, Bobby, let's start to make it interesting at four. Number four is number four. <laughs> Dak Prescott, which honestly uh, makes sense. I, I mean, outside of the the you know top three that I think everybody has locked in, I, I don't see much of an argument to have anybody above Dak here. I agree. Dak is my number four as well. Uh, I, when I first- Even though... It's not going to look great on Monday with the point total that I think the Cowboys score against San Francisco. He's not going to light up the 49ers, in my opinion. But if it was a neutral defense, same team, I'm putting Dak at four. I think you're wrong on that last part. Uh, Bobby's pointing this out. They've given up big plays. I mean, Geno Smith put up, what, 17 and a half against them? Got to tackle Lenore. Attack Lenore, the uh, the corner opposite Charvarius Ward. You'll get big plays. Sure, absolutely. T- could agree more. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so uh, Ward, I, I, Ward's the one who gave him up against DK last week. He gave up one. No, he was on his way. He got trucked as well. Uh, I know he's your boy. I know no, I'm just saying your, he gave up one. I know he's your good friend, but they should have gone to DK a lot more than they did. I thought, and he had a huge game already. Uh, I I too have Dak here. Uh, that was one of the better playoff games you'll ever see. And he he earned uh, he earned the jump from six to four, especially because one of the my guy at five is already out. All right, Bob, five. And this uh, this is the one where I was uh, having a little bit of trouble just because of how Eminem poorly he played. Already. Uh, huh? No, He's Trevor Hemmen and Han already. Trevor Lawrence. I knew that number five. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this is now that Herbert's out. It's the same order I had last week, but this was the only one with that, that where I started kind of considering flipping at the top of this. But Trevor Lawrence. Number five. He was great. After the four picks, I mean, he was damn near perfect. <sighs> skip right, Bayless. Skip. <sighs> I'll fake dramatic. <sighs> because I think he's a little bit banged up, I'm going to drop him, and I'm I'm going to put Trevor Lawrence here as well. Yeah. I had a hard time. I had a really hard time with this. Uh, if you told me he was 100%, I definitely have it different. I, do, I don't care that he's off the injury report. I'm going to have Trevor Lawrence here at number five. And if he's 100%, I would have had him at four. I would have had him ahead of Dak. He, had a, mm. he earned it. He had a better year if he was 100%. Um, but you can go off of Dak's first playoff game, too, if you want to carry that over. Well, I mean, momentum. I think you do you do carry things over, but I mean, I think the body of work of a season counts more than a week. But I thought you just said you don't want to judge quarterbacks year to year. So why does Hurts having a better year? Why would he be above him? Well, I don't judge him. I don't think it's fair to judge him like saying like, oh, he's regressed. He had a bad year. He's regressed. You know, I think that's fair. But for like the momentum of the playoffs. So I'm going Trevor Lawrence five and Jalen Hurts six. I have Hurts here at five. Uh, you know, with the injury, I, I could have dropped him, but... If he's off the injury report, you said he is off it. He's, he's not even he's on. He's not it, listed. Then he is 100%. Amari Cooper was off it too for a lot of his time. Yeah, I don't Dallas. trust these injury reports. I don't think I don't think are they allowed to f with the I don't think they are. I think I think as a I don't think they're allowed how, to do How that. do you disguise his pain? Like if he's if he's hurting, 
they can say, no, he's not hurting. I, yeah, I know. I there, there's a there's a there's a Vegas thing that with that. I, I don't I don't know that they they can do that. There's okay. a there's probably a serious penalty for doing that. Uh, you can so prove I'm, it. Yeah, no, right. All right, uh, so, so I've, I have Hurts five. Hurts at five. Number six, Daniel Jones. No, it's a. I don't. I don't know where where Jalen Hurts is at right now. And the last time we saw him play, he did not look great. And Daniel Jones has consistently played solid football. And last week took it up to another level. I get Daniel Jones six right now. This would this Hurts would be here right now. He'd be at six for me if I felt confident about how healthy he was. I'm. I, I'm a little worried about Daniel Jones if I'm if I'm the Eagles or anyone that's playing him right now. I hate saying that. God, I hate. He is he is dangerous running. And I think he makes smart decisions right now. He had a lot of smart throwaways that before Dak played his game, I said, man, I wish Dak would do that. Like, Daniel Jones is not going to try to be a hero, I don't think, try to disrupt too much. Uh, he made some impressive throws in that Minnesota game. He's got an Eli composure where it just feels like nothing, nothing, nothing can possibly rattle him. I think he's a little bit dangerous right now. Who's your number six? Uh, my number six is Trevor Lawrence. There wasn't much to hate about the se- the second half of that game. He was amazing. The resolve he showed uh, is is stuff that makes like great QBs into elite ones. I think. Uh, I think he goes really really well with Doug Peterson too. My number seven and eight. There, this is not insulting. I I really tried to figure out a way to have this be a hot take list and move these guys above Hertz or Lawrence. Uh, I'm going Purdy at seven, Jones at eight. Uh, Brock Purdy has some freaking swagger, man. I think he is a, he's he's a, he's a, he's much more of a playmaker than I thought. He can run around back there. He's they're letting him go downfield. Uh, he can move. He's 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 dangerous. He's really dangerous. So I'll have Brock Purdy over Daniel Jones on my divisional round list. So in order for me, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. Dak, Lawrence, Hurts, just because I think he's banged up, Purdy, and then Jones. Finish your list. I also have Brock Purdy at seven. Then I got Jalen Hurts at eight because I just don't You're trust just that he's healthy. I know I'm not. I don't look. No, he would be. He would be six if he. Why? Why? No, I'm not. Like I am a troll, but not on this. Yeah, if he was healthy, he'd be six. So you believe you're doing this because of the health? He played awful against the Giants two weeks ago. And he's and Daniel had, Jones and Brock Purdy continue to show that they're steady enough that I'll take healthy them over banged up Jalen right now. If he's healthy, he's six. It was also two weeks ago, so he's had two weeks for his shoulder to heal. Right. Those I, those shoulder injuries, they can last. Yeah, they can last. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Do, do you think Philly should be on fear alert? Yes. Okay. I think Philly's going to win, but they should have Philly concern. covers. Okay. I don't think they we'll cover. We'll get to picks later on. Uh, Daniel Jones is uh, seven. Uh, he's had a really nice year. He's, he's figured things out. He's a really good athlete, too. And then Brock Purdy. I've got nothing to say on him. He looks 18, and every girl thinks he's a cutie, so I automatically hate him. I don't even know. I don't even think you watched him play. I don't even think you could tell me anything about his game. You're just dismissing him because he's brand new and Mr. Irrelevant. No, I watched him in college. That's all I need to see. All right? <laughs> I saw enough. And he's, he's a good player. He's a good player. Having him eighth does, is not a slight. That's what I said. This but, is not a slight. But, but I don't think you respect him anymore after his playoff game. That's no, my opinion. That, that's not true. No, that's not true. I, I, I do respect him more. So I was asking like, you, what what did you like about the way he played? I, I like that he's he's in control of the game. I like that he's on time with his throws. He does. He okay. The the idea that he 
pushes the ball downfield more than Jimmy G is a lie. We have statistics to, to prove this. So I'm Plays better than up. Jimmy, though. Huh? He's played better than Jimmy, though. Jimmy was second in DVOA this year. He hasn't played better than Jimmy. I, I mean, we like I can read off like you know calculator and stuff like that, but I'm just telling you, like you watch the games, they they immediately went on a run with him. Untrained eye. They they went they the went on they went on a run immediately after he got in there. It changed. We need to allow Bobby to defend himself after. I'm the, sorry, Jimmy wasn't second in DVOA. Was first. We need to. <laughs> do you think Jimmy Garoppolo should be the quarterback of the Niners next year, the starter if everyone's healthy? Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. Or, I mean, no, look, if they can get an upgrade. No, no. And I do think no, there's Lance, a, Lance Jimmy, Purdy Garoppolo. Oh, per, uh, uh, Garoppolo. We need to allow, oh, that, Bobby thought, not even close. Bobby thought he was going to rock us with his Hurts take. It just got reversed. Bobby <laughs> gets to defend himself over the new morning show photos next. And it's back to Sean and RJ right here on 105.3 The Fan segment brought to you by Window Nation and by the personal injury lawyers, Frankel and Frankel. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. Visit truckwreck.com or call them 214-333-3333. The playmaker Michael Irvin is going to join us at 840 this morning here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. A fight, a QB fight broke out in the commercial break. And since it had to do with Sunday's opponent, the San Francisco 49ers, I would like to recap it for you Tolos between Bobby and Choppy. Bobby, you took offense to RJ's 49er QB take? Yeah, because I just I don't see the only way that teams have been kept in games against the 49ers. So just re- reset what set you off. Is the fact that he thinks Jimmy should start next year over Purdy or Lance. Like if you're going to go, if you don't want to start Purdy, okay. But go with whatever your future is. Lance Garoppolo is a dead end. Like the the only reason that the 49ers haven't had more success over the last few years is because of Jimmy Garoppolo. It's it's not anything that he's done to contribute to it. He is a game manager who often hurts them. Dallas was kept in a playoff game last year because of Jimmy. And so I just to me it's I don't I don't, don't see any OC, argument. You, you, we give the OC credit for some and not for the other. You, you want to you want to blame Kellen Moore for not running the ball or not doing this, not doing that. But, you know, you don't want to blame Kyle Shanahan because he doesn't – maybe he doesn't trust Jimmy, and I get that. He doesn't He because he wants to ride the bus over everybody else, and he's just <laughs> upset that Jimmy bangs more models than he does. Okay? <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's Kyle's problem. <laughs> maybe um, it is. Uh, no, I, I, bet think- you, I bet you Jimmy Garoppolo stole Kyle's girl, and that's why. Because nobody else in the league would be running, running from literally – the number one efficient you, quarterback you, in the NFL. Do you, th- do you think Jimmy's in San Francisco next year? I know you said you would go with Jimmy, no, but do you I think, think he is? is. Okay, no, you don't think he is. is. Okay, don't so. But if you minimum, believe in the efficiency to that degree, you think he should be highly sought after by everyone else? I do. I okay. do think. Now, now, I do not think. And he, the other thing. I don't think I, he's a top 10 quarterback. So I think he's somewhere between 12 and 15 overall. But he's incredible. He's like Alex Smith was incredibly efficient. Okay. He, was, he had a ceiling. He was better than Jimmy. Oh uh, yes, because he can move, Bart. Yeah, because he can. But move here, but, but I got I, I to take you back to last year when you and I were wrong about wanting San Francisco. Michael Irvin said you don't want San Francisco. Other people said you don't want San Francisco. They're going to beat you up. You and I wanted San Francisco. I want him again because of Garoppolo. So why the change now? Well, because Dak's better than Garoppolo. So I want the, I want 
No, 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 no. We wanted San Francisco because we 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 didn't believe in Jimmy. Well, so, I don't believe. Yes, I didn't believe Jimmy could beat Dak. Dak's a better quarterback. I always take the better quarterback. I'm always going to do that. I thought you wanted Philly over San Francisco this weekend, though. No, I want San Francisco over Philly. Okay. Yeah, he's re- been calling them the Fraudy Niners. And yes, the reason, he does think they're frauds. Yeah, and the reason for that is, look, this is the team that lost to Atlanta. They lost to the Bears. Was it the Bears? Yeah. They they have played nobody this year. Everybody talked about the Cowboys last year cruising through the NFC East, having nothing to worry about, having played absolutely nobody. Nobody's saying that about San Francisco. Who has played mm. dog s for three months? They, mm. they beat five playoff teams with Purdy. Okay, Seattle stinks. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers stink. We got you, Bobby. That's fair. No, it's not. It We're is talking. Fair. You, you can only play who you play. Like he, if, if yeah, you want to, okay, he okay. can knock them for it. Okay, and okay. And so if we want to go there, then Jimmy Garoppolo got his ass kicked by Kansas City. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yes, but, I, but I'm saying, but my, but my He's point not as good is, as Patrick Mahomes. No, that's not a shot at him. No, but my point is, is that if Jimmy, like, that shows that Jimmy's not in any sort of stratosphere. He's not. To, to, but that's the thing is that if San Francisco cannot compete at that level, meanwhile, as soon as Brock gets in there, they're consider you knowing Jimmy Garoppolo is playing, said Miami was going to kick San Francisco's ass, and then as soon as Brock went in there, they win by twenty. I honestly they have played better as an entire team since he got they in. They had Here's my four bet. Here's picks my in bet. that game. You, you gave th- him a half a field. You think Jimmy's going somewhere else. If Jimmy's somewhere else next year, minimum 150 passing attempts, his QBR is under 50, and I'll bet you whatever you want on that. What is it this year? I don't even know what it is this year. 55 or something? He's under 50, which means he's not contributing to victories if he's outside of San Francisco. Mm. He's literally number one in efficiency per play. Okay, so then it shouldn't be a difficult bet for you. Under 50 QBR. Whatever you want to bet, minimum so 150. Pretty elsewhere. What do you mean? On Let's QBR? Let's say if Brock Purdy is not in San Francisco, what's he? No, 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 not in QBR. If Brock Purdy's somewhere else, because you like CPOE, him and Jimmy have the exact same. Mm-hmm. All right? You like intended air yards, him and Jimmy have mm-hmm. the exact same. I have it. I, uh, intended air yards or whatever. Well, don't average at the target? Like, we're, hey, we're, we're, ladies, we're, ladies, don't get too worked up. <laughs> I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I don't have to pretend anymore. I know I'm you're taking, almost so. there. I know you're almost there. Just just, just stay with it. <laughs> but, but, like, <laughs> we're not going to change motions now, okay? We're going to keep going with the same thing. Choppy, can I put him on another team that you can think of, Garoppolo, where you're like, they're dangerous? I mean, I, yeah, I, I think he's, like I said, I think he's like somewhere between like the 12th and 15th quarterback in the league. All right, somewhere in there. So if you're if you're number one in efficient, that doesn't make you doesn't make you great. Okay, no, it doesn't. Like Alex Smith is not great; he's a good quarterback. Yeah, like Jimmy's a good quarterback. Uh, I think I'll, I'll 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 make the new hot take, and it's going to burn me probably because it's a small sample size. I think Brock Purdy is a better football player than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's yeah. my opinion. That's my opinion. The way it's going to play out. That's my prediction. That Brock Purdy is going to be a better player. Someone I'd rather have as my QB. Uh, just in terms of... And, and look, Jimmy wins, and I think they like him. But I just think Brock's more a, a playmaker, which should, can also get you in trouble. I think he's more of a playmaker. That's my opinion. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, it's... Like, like, and this isn't the thing. It's not like I'm just... It's not just six weeks. Like, I said it that first week we talked about. It. I said Brock would play better than Jimmy. Because I think Jimmy's bad. You did say that. That is your that's your number one take on the show. That's your number one pat yourself on the back moment. Okay? And that's just the thing. I think wherever Jimmy goes next year, you see struggles. What if Jimmy's in Washington? Awful. Awful. Awful in Washington. Really? Yes. 
But you Ooh. think so? Worse than Heineken? Are they better than? No, no, that's no. Statistically, that's statistically, statistically he's worse. Now you're getting a little disrespectful. No, I'm not. He's not. Like, okay, look, we can say this, but like these are the same sort of conversations we had. Like I was hearing six weeks ago, you're disrespectful for saying what you're saying about Birdie. Okay, like, that doesn't you, mean I'm not going to no, challenge you ever no, again. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that Garoppolo is Garoppolo. This is who he is. He's not a good football player. It's an elite system that has, he's to this point, Heineke. no. He is a good football player. He's about player. Heineke. He is. He is a good player. He's not a great player. I don't. And he's he's good. He's good enough to get you to the playoffs. You know, forty to sixty percent of the time, he's, he's the quarterback. All right, so there it is. That is what happened in the commercial break. With cleaner language. With cleaner language. <laughs> All right, Ryan, put up the photo, please. Uh, fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, these are the results of. Uh, are you trying to get that hoodie over your head? You're gonna have a hard time, according to the listeners. This is the new morning show photo with the squad. Peyton Russell on oh, the left, yeah. then myself, then RJ Choppy, aka who 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 bothered you with the what was the insult? Oh, they call yeah, they call me Grew. Grew from the Minions, <laughs> and <laughs> and then Bobby Belt. Now Ryan flashed to Bobby, who was doing something with his hoodie. As the biggest insult that came in was Bobby's head size, Bobby's dome that y'all said was bigger than my hands. Oh, my dome. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna dome. say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I've always. I thought your photo turned out well. Uh, I hate pictures of me. It, I've always said that. Is yeah. your is, did your does your wife like it? Yeah, she liked it. She said it was good. All right, good. Which, by the way, am I? A, Sarah so, thought you were the only one with a normal smile. She thought the rest of us were cheesing. I'm, no, I th- I'm cheesing for yeah. sure. No, and hold on, I, I can't I, smile. I, I hate taking. I, gotta, I do too. My smile looks like I'm constipated constantly. Let me let me double check real. quick. I actually think Bobby has the best smile. I think it goes in order from right to left. Bobby, oh, then Choppy. Your smile's yeah, horrific. Terrible. You look like you, oh you look like goodness. a horse. Oh, what do you what? Oh, Hat size, size eight. That's an eight. Hot dang, man. All right, what, what? What? I don't have any frame of reference for hat sizes of what's bigger or small. Uh, so eight is massive. <laughs> All right, massive. Okay. Um, yours is yours isn't fitted, so it's not. Yeah, gonna say. So I think my fitted is uh. I think I'm a seven. Well, let's exchange wait, wait. hats. Bar- Barry Bonds' no, no. hat. Okay, yeah. Barry Bonds' hat size uh, post-steroids was seven and three-eighths. Damn! That's, a, that, that's what mine is, seven and three-eighths. Okay. Let's see Bobby's hat. If it's loose on me, I can already tell this thing is. <laughs> okay, you look like, like one of those big like hats. You look like one of those big hats. <laughs> What's that big hat company? This is. Get this on the fan camera, Ryan. This is not fitting. Okay. <laughs> this, <laughs> I can literally move this like this easily. I can move this like this. Ah, ah, there's then, there's no fit here. And then, <laughs> I can't get it. Get Bobby. <laughs> get Bobby on there. Go to Bobby trying to squeeze that on his You look head. like a trucker. <laughs> you look, you look like, like a, a trucker. trucker. Look like Large Marge. Yes. Oh, oh, so was this the running backs company? Was it Brian yeah, Robinson? Brian Robinson's company, yeah, yeah. Brian Robinson. <laughs> All right, so there you go. That's what played out with the hat sizes. The playmaker, Michael Irvin. Next. Oh, everyone, he was trending yesterday. Where's Michael Irvin? He's going to give it to Stephen A. Smith. He wasn't on yesterday. He's on with us. Next on The Fan. It is now time for the moment that everybody throughout the country was waiting for yesterday. Michael Irvin was trending. First take was trending because we all thought he was going to be on again yesterday in Florida like he was on Monday. Stephen A. disrespectfully brought out the fathers of Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott. Michael was there with the Cowboy fans behind him. And then 
We didn't see him yesterday. So this will be the moment, the opportunity to hear what Michael would have said to Stephen A. as the playmaker. Odyssey NFL insider Michael Irvin joining us, brought to you by driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. What? Well, first off, was your phone blowing up from everyone thinking you were on first take yesterday? Was going crazy. Yeah. Was going crazy. And everybody was like, man, wait a minute. You know how people get, what is this mess? Where is, you know, they, yeah. they, <laughs> why weren't you on? Because <laughs> yesterday, actually, yesterday, I had to go shoot inside the NFL. Well, so I wasn't well. even supposed to stay at the game yesterday. I had to. Because on Monday, Monday night, I was supposed to shoot the show, get my black butt on the plane, get back to New York, and get on that corner and get my skirt up and get that check and bring it to mom and my pimp. There you go, pimp. You know what I'm saying? But, 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 what happened? But, hey, 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 why you think you getting up early in the morning to get to that radio station so you get that check home to mom? We all doing it. You know hey, hey, ain't no use us acting funny. All us out here that thought we were the pimp, no, we on the other end with the skirt. Stop playing. That's what we are. That's what we are. Every man out here, because you notice when, when you you when, when you're married and, and they say I do, they name go on your checkbook. When you marry and say I do, if they have a checkbook, your name don't go on there. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> what <laughs> you know what I mean? What would you so, have said to Stephen A to open? Now everyone is uh, everyone is waiting for y'all show intros now. Ric Flair, uh, Pinky. <laughs> What? <laughs> what would y'all have done yesterday? What would you have said to him about the game? I know, man. Oh my God! But but but, but I, I told him that even prior to, I was like, all those fans were out there, and I mean, you should have seen them. They really, and this is a, I get such a great understanding of fandom, you know, watching people and and and, and living this experience. But they really believed, and I said to them, people. I know y'all been bamboozled, let us stray, and run amok. <laughs> but the reality is, your team has been averaging 15 points a game at their best game. And you are, and these guys, they were picking up. You remember we ended Carolina game this way. We started this game. I said, you ain't even got one good game. Not one good full game. If you did, it'll be, it, it was against us in week one. That was your best game. You know what I mean? And they haven't done anything. But all of a sudden, Tom was going to come and give us 30. We've been averaging 30. I know they've been focusing on the interception, but that's been the wrong place to put your eye gate. The eye gate is on the points. I kept telling people that. I said 30 beats 15 all day in my book, and it did it on, on Monday night. That's just the reality. I know Hope had them believing, but there was no belief. But this week is different. This week. It's different. We gonna need some. We we gonna we gonna boy, hey boy. We gonna we gonna need some here now. We gotta go in here and jump on Brock Purdy right now. Brock Purdy is due. He's due. There's no way he's gonna steady climb this thing all the way to heaven's door. Sooner or later, some mistake gonna happen, and the mistake must happen this week. We must force the mistake and make sure they happen because this this, this going to be a tough one here. All right. Yesterday, Jerry told us about an analogy you gave him, and we saw you on TV in the Jones Suite. What was it like in the Jones Suite 
as the celebration started, and what is the analogy you gave Jerry? Well, <laughs> excuse me. I knew when I was talking to Jerry, of course, by that time, you know, everybody was, yeah, you know what I mean. And we were late in the game. We were winning. Everybody was happy. So I said, okay, let me, I was explaining this to Pastor Jerry. This would be great. Because after this, the tick up, the tick up, and we're in a we're in, we're in an Instagrammable world, so they'll all feel the tick up right now. Not like when we were playing, and it wasn't Instagrammable. You didn't see results right away. You only got results from the few outlets that would give them to you. Now we get results right away because people Instagram about it. You know, you can see things about it. So I said, yeah, you'll see, they'll still tick up from beating the GOAT and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I say I liken it for Jerry to how they train hunting dogs, how they train hunting dogs to hunt. At what, what they do after they make the first kill, they smear the blood of the dog. They smear the dog's nostril in the blood, in the blood, and it makes the dog thirsty to hunt more. Every time now, they call this, they call this first blood. After they get a taste of that first blood, they want it so badly. That's how uh, they hunt it real well. This is what we have just gotten through. We are getting through now first blood. When you knock off, when you knock off a goat like that, even though you had that kind of season in Tampa, had the season they had, everybody still thought the goat was going to rise up and knock you off, and you didn't let it happen. That's a, that's a tick up. Everybody will see it. I was I was staying at the same hotel as, as the team. Now, now there were people around, but dog, listen, it wasn't nothing like it was when we were winning Super Bowls. And I said to myself, if they just win one or two of these, the crowd will swell like it was when we were walking into those uh, uh, hotels. And then it, maybe that'll help them all get an understanding of what they represent every time they step on their yard. You represent this, man. Look at what's out here. We used to tell them, listen, we're going to stay over here. And still, and they still find out what hotel we are in <laughs> because they wanted to get that close to a champion. I want them to know when, team, when, when the fans want to get that close to a champion, you can't hide. You can't run. Ain't nothing you're going to do. They're going to find you because you're a champion. I want them to feel this. I want them to know this. I want them to be thirsty for this. That's why I called it first blood. Well, yeah, Mike, you, you sound like you know what you're talking about. How many hunting trips do you go on a year? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> well, where'd you come with this analogy? I know you have not been out there with, in a duck blind. You got there with your, 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 your Louis shotgun case? In a deer stand. Right, 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 right. Well, 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 now, 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 chop, 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 chop. We hunt. There are a lot of different ways to hunt. Yeah. Now, the most famous, the most famous. Is with a gun in the woods. But some people hunt it with a glass of vodka in the club. Ah! <laughs> you can hunt a lot of places. I'm just saying. Michael, I wanted to get your take on this as a teammate. Um, how would you. <laughs> it's so fun. But it's so fun to be on this end yes. playing. <laughs> the whole been on that other end talking about, well, you know, after we done lost. And Ben, playing Monday night, let me tell you guys something. Playing Monday night was cool because I was like, man, I'm going to get to go to this game. I'm going to shift my schedule. 
I don't care. I haven't really gone to a game all year because this is busy. And I, I'm getting so so. I was happy, but I noticed after Saturday and Sunday, my countenance fell. I'm like, wow, <laughs> what's going on here? The game ain't even played yet. But what it was, I looked at all the people that had tasted the sweet nectar of victory. And then I looked on the other side and looked at all the people (laughs) that had endured the battle of defeat. And I said, oh, God, we the only group now don't know what side we're going to be on after today. And I was like, I was was unnerved by that. I I was like, man, I wanted to already have this thing won. But that's okay. That's okay. I'll get to go, and I'll get to put something in this. It was an incredible game, man, to be there. That Monday, that those shows were insane. Those people lined up, dude. I thought we had more people around than Tampa had around, and that's what I'm talking about. That's well. Once you get an understanding of what the start means to everybody else, maybe it'll give you some greater things to go in the football field and play better with. Mm. Michael, last year you warned us about San Francisco. Said you don't want any part of these guys. These guys are tough. Uh, do you still feel the same way, or did, do you think last year? You know, the Cowboys maybe were unprepared for how tough they were, and now they know that what, what to expect. What we saw and what we heard, what we said, are you guys crazy? What are you guys doing? We'll hopefully get the residual of all of that now. When Jerry and them were saying, when I told you, I talked to Stephen about stop drafting the most talented. Drafted the connect, drafted connected. Draft the hardest workers. Draft the guys that know how to bring guys together. And when they got to Tyler Smith and those guys, and he talks about the Michael Parsons, that's a different perspective. We want tough guys. We want tough guys. Everybody said, man, what are y'all talking about? What are y'all? This is what they were talking about. Yes, I was more worried, but this team knows now what it takes because of what San Fran did to them. It wasn't that San Francisco blew them out because if we'd have got that ball play and kicked that ball, we'd have ended up winning that game. But like Michael Parsons told me on my podcast, man, I was sore for two weeks after that game. So you got to be ready for the kind of battle you're going to have in San Francisco, and you're going to be sore going into the next game, even if you win this one. Michael, they've been really aware in the locker room about how how the season ended last year. Like J. Ron Curse, a couple other guys have mentioned San Francisco by name throughout the season when they talk about struggles. You know, they'll reference back and say, well, you know, the end of last year when the 49ers did just what they did. Is that more of a positive or a negative in terms of they're aware of it, they remember it, they're motivated by it, or does it potentially create some sort of a boogeyman factor that they're almost haunted by what San Francisco did to them? No, you know, you have to hold on to this. You have to know it. You have to remember it. I want you to let it sit in your gut and feel the pain. You remember a couple of years you remember a couple of years ago when I think it was uh, Philly rested their starters and the Giants got mad. Oh, Philly, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why do you do that? Yeah. We had a chance to get in the playoffs. I went off on all those Giant players. How, how dare you? How dare you try to tell them to stop your pain? You stop your own damn pain <laughs> by winning the darn games and getting in the playoffs. Now, right now, since you didn't get in the playoffs, you should feel that pain. Sleep on it, eat on it, boo-boo on it. Do what you got to do on it, whatever you got to do, but think on it all, all season. And so when you go into next year, you'll remember this pain. And, and, and that's why it is good for Dallas to remember. When you go into this game, I want them bringing up what happened last year right here because the only way you say, Man, I don't care what nobody said. 
I ain't going through that I went through last year. After losing that game with San Fran, I got to make sure that doesn't happen. I guarantee you, it'll make you play harder during the game. You don't want to see that pain again. And if you lived in the pain, you'll play hard to make sure you don't see it again. Should Philadelphia be worried about the Giants? Now, that's a question that I have to – I would have to really sit and think, do I answer this with my heart or my head? You know, because my heart wants to say, oh, yeah. Yeah, boy, you ain't worried about it. You saw what Daniel Jones did. He played a great game. Boy, we got a shot. We got a shot to go take our business in 92, like in San Francisco, like we did in 92. <laughs> and then if the Giants, Daniel Jones, play like that, we can have that game here. NFC championship game at the – Oh, my heart says all of that. My heart says all that. But my head says, no. Stop playing, Michael. Stop playing, Michael. Stop playing. You know, no way Philly's going to lose this game after having that season, you know. But but it is three times in a row. So let's see. And let's hope that that that, 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 that maybe New York can try and do what, uh, what Arizona did to us one time over here and, and, and knock Philly off. Well, look, hopefully you still have a voice by the games this yeah. weekend. Go rest that thing, and we will replay this as a pep talk for the Cowboys before they head into California. Hey, that thing, man, my voice was good. Because, you know, we started out with the Ric Flair thing <laughs> on the show. So I, 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 that's how I, mean. I carried that all day. Every time they scored out, <laughs> as best I can, right? And then, I was up in the box. Last, I was up in the box in the game. Hey, I told y'all we couldn't. Oh, I told y'all. You tell me. Oh, I was just out of here. I was out of here. Hey. I was out of here. Boy, I had some fun. This was fantastic. Uh, go rest up, and we'll talk to you coming up here in a few days. Thank you, Mike. Absolutely, guys. Absolutely, man. Ain't nothing like it, man. Playoff football, boy. And we get this thing and say, friend, holy moly. Yes. And, boy, I'll tell you, I will be on Monday. And I'm going to double up. I'm gonna make them pay for the Monday, the Monday, the Tuesday that I wasn't on. And I'm, I'm gonna double it all down if it comes down to San Francisco. Just man, we just need to get this game, and we can get this game. We can win this game. And, and look, Stephen A. told us if the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl, we're getting a segment on first take. Yeah, buddy. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. See, see, all of this we gotta make a pay. Yeah. We got because he be, he throws these things out yeah. as key. I'm confident it ain't gonna happen. I'm just confident it ain't gonna happen. But but he's getting <laughs> nervous now. He's getting nervous after what he saw. Thank you, Mike. Take care. That was absolutely phenomenal. And Odyssey NFL Insider Michael Irvin. Insider Carls brought to you by Driveway.com. Head to Driveway.com today to shop more than twenty five thousand new and used cars in Driveway's nationwide inventory. A former Cowboys kicker joins us next to try to fix Brett Maher on the fan.